Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. We live. Yo, what is up, Poke Tower, and welcome to episode 93. Yes, it's 93 this time. I'm not messing it up. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, everyone, for listening. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. Uh, if you're just now joining us, we are a collectible podcast talking about all your collectible needs. You know, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, uh, whatever it is that interests us, we're going to touch on it and talk about it um, here in this podcast. So please follow along and enjoy all the segments that we have for you today. Um, but I want to focus on people coming back, man. Thank you so much. We are almost at 100 episodes. Crazy like triple digits. That's a big deal. So it is. Uh, for everyone who's <laughs> returning, um, it's it's awesome to be able to keep doing it for you guys and and you guys that have listened from day one, from the middle, from wherever you started. Um, it's been long and good, and uh, we're happy to keep putting on these new episodes. And then with that said, I did hear some complaints about I don't know something about lighting. So then I said, let there be light. <laughs> oh. So anyways, I hope that helps out, guys. We got a little bit of light today. Got a little um, purple I'm hue. I'm just working. Yeah, a little purple hue. Uh, I'm just working with a, a, a temporary podcast setup, but we will get back to a, a nice, nice setup here. We're still, we're still planning for our 100-episode two-year anniversary uh, shebang, shebang. We still have a lot to figure out. Um, we have some exciting things hopefully coming for the end of July. And what else we got, Gengar Greasy? Uh, that's pretty much it. Episode 93 underway. Uh, we got some cool stuff to talk about today. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? There was other, one other thing. Uh, oh, we have our live audience today. That's something we've been trying this year is doing everything on YouTube, live streaming the episodes yes. before we publish them. Um, and we have some people trickle in here. We got Klaus and Ivan showing up early to the show. What's up guys? Thank you guys for showing up. And we'll have some more as we go. Um, they'll probably show up late like they always do. Uh, <laughs> the other thing, before we start the show, it is July 19th. It'll be the 20th when most of you hear this tomorrow. Um, we are doing our July Discord box break at the end of the month. And uh, it's been decided it's going to be a mix of Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. We haven't done those two in a while. Uh, it's going to be big. We do have free giveaway prizes. There will be some uh, some PSA cards getting given out. There will be uh, other rare cards being given out. I can't say it just yet. You have to, say, you have to wait till I post it. Um, and people will be getting free stuff like always. CT, what's up? Chase, what's up? Table of Madness, what's up? There we go. People are starting to trickle in now. Yo, 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 yo. So um, be, keep an eye out for that on the Discord. I will be dropping box break news very soon. Um within the next day or so uh, to get you guys get you guys some time to uh, get your packs in before the uh, end of July box break. Uh, the other thing, um, the podcast that we're going to be doing with Cool Trainer Ryan still underway. We're still uh, working on those things. We do have a date and time in mind. So uh, it's just a matter of saying, yes, we got it. Um, and then we'll be talking to him. That'll be really fun. There's a lot of stuff I want to ask him. Also, uh, in the Discord, if you have questions that you want me to ask him, post them in the Discord and say, hey, ask him this. You can ask whatever you want, by the way. He he gave us that permission. He said, you can ask me whatever you want. So with that being said, 
if you need to know something, you have to ask. So please um, send away in the Discord, and I'll be I'm gonna get a list of questions ready to go, and we're just gonna drill. We're gonna drill this guy. <laughs> so that's what he wants, though. That's what he wants. He also oh, wants to. Talk- <laughs> There's other stuff what? he wants to talk about too, though. But uh, but yeah, we don't want to drill this dude. We're drilling. All right. So All right. <laughs> episode 93 of the podcast. There you go. Box break news. Cool trainer Ryan and second uh, anniversary, two year anniversary episode 100. Those are the big things on the way in the coming weeks. So be ready for that. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, lots of cool stuff. So hopefully you guys can hang in there with us till the uh, two year mark. All right. That's it for the intro. Let's get started on the podcast today. Uh, first up, we're going to have Pokey Tower Scout Report. Here we go. All right. Pokey Tower Scout Report. This is our segment about cards that you guys want us to check out. Uh, cards that you may be looking at and you're like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. And basically what we do is we take a full in-depth look at the cards you're talking about. And we say, hey, you know, I, I think these are the good things about it. I think these are the bad things about it. And that's that. Um, so here we go. Today's card. Let's check it out. You're just looking at it? Just looking at oh, it. Oh, dude, that's tight. Yeah. You're so we've we've looked at a card similar to this before, but not this specific card. We've just looked at it before. So this is a Dragon Ball Heroes Sick, card. Dude, what the heck? Yep. This one's in color. I want you to pay attention to that. This one's been in color. And this comes from our Discord member, also our mod. Too old to mod, Chase. He's in the house today. Um, he basically just wants us to check it out. No no questions asked. So we're just going to look at the stats here. Uh, there's, and it actually, there isn't that much information for me to relay to you guys. So we're just going to have to talk this one out. Here we go. So this is a Dragon Ball Heroes card. Uh, it's my understanding that you get these cards from the a video game kind of you'd play like an arcade game, and these cards are vended out to you upon completion. You know certain levels or beating a certain you know amount of the game. Um, there is another variety of this card, which is the alternate art, which has a rainbow version of this same exact card of Goku and the dragon, but it's all rainbow. Um, you guys have seen it. We've Shared it on the Poke Tower Top 5, all those things. Chris, what's up? <laughs> so, oh, okay, so Chase says he wants this. He wants to get this and grade it. Okay, well, perfect. Here we go. Here's the stats. You see there's a lot of empty stats here. Um, there's no TCG player sales, but we do have information from eBay, and the, the average price of this card over the last five sales is $57.55. What's up, Alpha? We're just doing a little scout report. Now, recently, there was a PSA 9 that sold for $123. There are seven PSA 9s in population, and there are seven PSA 10s. So... Got away with it. $123 for a PSA 9? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean... There's seven of them? What? Yeah, and it, it, it just could be, you know, because a lot of... Dragon Ball enthusiast, like, I mean, like, the real hardcore guys, like, you know, not not someone like me who has, like, a small, not any of us, really. I'm talking about the guys that are deep into Dragon Ball. Um, They just don't pay attention to heroes as much as, like, newbies do. And I'm not saying Chase is a newbie. I'm not saying any of us are newbies. But I'm saying, like, like if you, if you look at, like, um, 
Noel Collector and things like that. These guys that have been like interviewed by PSA and like explain what their Dragon Ball collection is about. You don't really see them touching much on heroes. So it kind of reminds me, kind of reminds me of like Alpha Evolve and Digimon, right? Like you have the old heads who are like deep into Digibattle and like that's all they want to do. You know, like I'm Digibattle, dude. Don't touch me. And then you got like the new guys that are like, I'm getting Alpha Evolve because it looks cool. And that's kind of like what Heroes reminds me. Like Heroes, Heroes arguably has better cards than Dragon Ball Super Card Game in terms of like the artwork that they display. So a little push pull there. I don't know who's right, but that's just something that I've noticed. Um, looking at the commandments here, it's Goku. I mean, I've I've told you guys this before. Like this card is the epitome of Dragon Ball. Like if you wanted to tell the story of Dragon Ball, you could like almost just look at this, right? There's a character, his name is Goku. Uh, he's a good guy, and they collect Dragon Balls, and they have to fight evil who also want to obtain these Dragon Balls and basically dominate their universe. And he's like a warrior. Like You could explain that in this picture alone. Um, so I'm giving the character Goku five stars. This, there's no if ands or... I mean, that dragon too is sick. Blue dragon's awesome. Um, artwork... Again, same thing. This is the epitome of Dragon Ball, like in a picture. Five stars. Rarity, I'm giving it three stars. Because I don't know the official rarity of this card. However, it's going to be harder to get than, you know, any Dragon Ball super card that comes out pretty much. I mean, besides like God Rares, you know, God Rares, Secret Rares, maybe on that same level. But like if you go on eBay, you're not going to see a lot of these. And it's not, I don't think it's because they're rare. I think it's because they're imports, right? So limited supply coming from Japan or other countries that can get these cards. Um, it kind of bottlenecks it, so it would make it harder to get, which could drive up the price, right? Because where else are you going to get it from? Very similar to our Digimon Alpha Evolve story, right? Well, these are expensive because they're imports and you're not going to get them anywhere else. Same story. Um, but as far as its rarity, it is easier to obtain than the alternate art of this card which is a rainbow version and so i'm giving it three stars because i'm kind of like you know it is an import it it does cost 57 bucks you know raw but like how hard is it to actually get in the game we don't really know you know like how often does this card pop out when you play that game i don't know um the set again it comes from a vending series the video game uh that i've i've only seen a picture of it um so I don't know how this whole thing works. I'm giving it three stars. And that's just because it's unknown. It's not because I'm saying it's average. I'm saying like we don't really know. It could be super easy to get. It could be super hard to get. We have no idea because we can't play the game physically. You know, or you couldn't even go on YouTube and find someone, you know, play for this card and, and prove things like, hey, we're going to play this game 500 times to see how many times we get this card. We don't really know. Um. Yeah, and this is what Chase is saying. It sucks we don't have these cool arcade games in the States, but then do you think the scalpers would be hunting for them? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't be able to play these if they were in the States. There would be, <laughs> there would be someone reserving a spot there all day, putting quarters on the, on the thing. Oh, uh, sorry, guy. I got the next two hours. A, it'd be like those Dance Dance Revolution games yeah. that brought their, yeah. brought their towel and their <laughs> change of clothes and an extra pair of socks. Showered in the bathrooms. <laughs> you showered in the bathrooms. You're not getting a turn, dude. Yeah. So the rarity in the set, consider these three stars because of the amount of unknown. When something's unknown, I don't just take people's words for it, right? Like, 
I keep I keep going back to Digimon, but it's very true, right? We remember we covered that uh that bleeding cool slash like Ludkin's media thing a while back where the guy was like selling like these Digimon stickers we never heard of. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. And he's like, these are the hardest cards to get. These are the rarest Digimon cards. It's like, you know, you might be right, but we can't just go off of what you say because you're the only guy that knows about them. Right. What happen? What happens if we found, you know? a warehouse full of this stuff. Would it be so rare then? You know, so a lot of uncertainty means average rating because I can't confirm that, hey, this is a banger. Just look at the numbers, right? We can't. We just don't know enough. So it's not three is an average. It's three because it's unknown. And I'm not going to say yes or no. And then no story, no glory. Obviously, Goku is the main character of this show. Uh, Five stars. Easy. Easy money. Now, let's talk about this. Chase says he wants to buy one and grade it. So, technically, you could have bought this card for $57, $58. And if you were quick enough, you could have sent this off with the, with the July special that they're doing for $18 a card. Because the declared value has to be $199. So, you can't assume that you're going to get a 10 you have price evidence here that it could be $123 and a nine. You could technically grade this, you know what I mean? Um, and as long as there's no sales in a 10, PSA can't be like, well, you know, if you got a 10, you need to pay more for that. They don't really know, you know what I mean? Um, so you could you could buy this and grade it for as low as what, 76 bucks? 18 plus 58, something like that, $74. Is that, is that math right? I don't yeah. know. That's five, something like that. <laughs> that's 18. That's 10. 18 plus yeah. 57. 65, 75. 75 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So 75 bucks right there. This is the cool thing though. So that's, that's cheapest case scenario. You could, you could literally buy this card and grade it for 75 bucks. Obviously you're not going to send it off by July 31st probably. So that special is not going to be there, but then you got value. You could buy this card for $58 right now. Grade it value at thirty dollars, which gives you declared value of two ninety nine, I believe, or maybe it's four ninety nine still. I'm not sure. Um, but anyways, thirty plus fifty eight, you're at eighty eight dollars total cost. And again, you're not going to break that declared value, and you're still under the price of that PSA nine. So you could totally buy this and grade it cheaper than what you can buy it graded right now. And that it's funny because you don't see that a lot with Pokemon. You know what I mean? In modern Pokemon, it's like you might as well just buy the slab because the raw price is the same as the slab. <laughs> so, but here it's like, oh, you could get it raw and grade it value and still be under the price of a PSA nine. And then if you get that ten, you're like value through the roof. Um, so I think I think it's a solid buy, and it's also it's like a it's like a it's like a risk free buy, right? Like you know, as long as you're getting. PSA 9 quality, which isn't impossible. Right? People, most people can spot a 9, especially on these Heroes cards. They come in good condition. Um, that's low risk to me. It's just super low risk. You're, you're talking about being anywhere from $75 to $88 total cost to get this card graded. I think that's solid, and I think this is a cool card. I think, uh, I think a lot of people don't know about Dragon Ball Heroes, and I think, like... If something were to happen where Dragon Ball Heroes exploded, this would be one of those cards. People are like, dang, what the, where'd this come from? And there's a lot of story to it. You're like, yeah, dude, it actually came from a game 
where you had to play and earn it and this, that, and the other, and you got this cool story behind it. I think it's sweet. Let's see. Um, what does Chase say? Uh, that card is dope. I'd agree. Be cool to have a vending machine like this. Yeah. <laughs> I see you greasy with the Zevia cream root beer. Yeah, this is actually, uh, this is my kids, but it's not bad. Not bad. Do you think the value, do you think the value of this card is low because of people just not knowing about it? Well, shoot. I mean, 60 bucks is nothing to joke about. How many how many Dragon Ball cards are sixty bucks? Like we could probably we could yeah, probably that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty expensive. For, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's solid. It's a solid card. You know, and at, it's crazy that we think like sixty bucks is just a drop in the bucket. We're like, ah, oh, sixty bucks that ain't bad because we're so used to paying big bucks for some some of these cards. No, no, sixty bucks is pretty bad for especially Dragon Ball Heroes. Like when you're talking about, I don't know. You see like most Dragon Ball Heroes cards like. Secrets are a hundred bucks, and this one's sixty, and you don't really know what it is. You know right. It's a promo. You know what I mean. You, but you don't know how rare the promo is. You know, a secret is pretty rare, obviously, because it's a secret. So what are the pull rates on secrets? Bucks. Well, I have no clue. Oh. Nobody has no clue on Dragon Ball Heroes. <laughs> oh, I see. Because <laughs> none of us really opened it, you know, and it's not really in America like that. So I'm saying something's classified as a secret. This one's classified as a promo vending machine can only get it in Japan if you play the, the machine. Well, this is it's a secret like rare. You said it's just like, is it? Yeah, it is like a secret on the bottom, rare. It says like UM. It says UM. It's a SEC. SEC. ASEC. Yeah. Oh. Alternate. Yeah. Anniversary this is secret. Cheap. <laughs> this is well, cheap. Um, no, cell, I know. The cell secret rare that we just we just covered the other day was like from Dragon Ball Heroes was a hundred bucks, and that's not a well. That's not a vending machine promo. This is you know? this is what I, this is what I meant by it though. Like a lot of Heroes cards are exports or imports. Like, would they be the same if you could just get this stuff in the U.S. as easily as you could in Japan? Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no I don't think so. Because that's the story. Well, that's the story that a lot of these guys will do. Like, these vending machine guys. That's why they were so expensive. Because they're like, where are you going to get it from? And you're like, well, I have to buy it from you because they're, they're only in Japan. You know, <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah, that's why you're going to pay. Import, bro. Import costs. Customs. Yeah, if this is a secret. Fees. If this yeah. Is a secret. Then I would say that's pretty cheap. It's a secret rare from their from it's BM 11s anniversary set secret rare something like that. And then there's an alternate art of this. Double yeah, secret rare. That one. Rainbow. Rainbow. Ghost rare. Chase or, said, "I think if collectors knew more about it, then people would be going crazy for it. It's also a famous art from one of the older books. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. Like, I think this is like okay. Think about it like this." Like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! and, like, Shonen Jump and, and all the, the Game Boy promos, how they're so iconic in our eyes, like, as kids, that we were like, those are so iconic. But very little people knew about the promos or very little people bought the game or kept them in a good position to keep them collected, whatever. That's kind of where I feel like this card falls. You know what I mean? Oh, shoot, my I bad. I feel like this card falls in that, in that same, like, area of, yes, Chase, if more people knew about it, I'm sure... I'm sure this card would be a lot more expensive. But I think this is a card that will kind of go under the radar for years until there's very little left and very little in good condition. Then you'll see this card be like... Well, it could be one of those things where they start phasing them out of the game. And they're like, oh, you can't yeah. get these no more. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then, and then the people who didn't really collect him, you know what I mean? They didn't really collect him and kind of let them go to trash. You're going to see few and far in between. And it's well, be like well a, this is the only thing that I don't like, like uh, is what, what, what if... They what keep coming out. Well, what if these things pop out like candy? And the guys, the, you know, the, the 20 to 30 sellers on eBay who have them are only putting out one at a time. You could create that perception that there's not that many when this guy has, you know, um, a vending it's machine full... Yeah, vending machine yeah. stack. <laughs> you know that that's been that doesn't get put through the vending machine either. He just has a fresh stack. You know, so right, right, right. I right. don't know. No one played the game really. You know, he t- got it went out of order. His dad worked there. Like you know, that. and he's got a whole yeah. kit. Yeah. Who knows? Um, it's tough. It's really that's why I said these things are the rarity in the set are three stars because. Yeah, from, I, from what I, I we on that because like when we used to go to our local card store and they used to when you would buy a certain amount of like. I don't know, Digimon product or a certain amount of Yu-Gi-Oh product, they let you pick out of, like, this stack of promos. You're like, where'd you get that? Yeah, a whole stack of promos, and they're all the same card, and it's like, well, you could just, that dude, that dude right there, like, if they don't sell all the product they need to, he could just go throw that in his backpack, and he could have all those promos and put one out, one by one. Yeah, piece it out, yeah. He was dummy, and just piece it out. So, like, I see what you're saying. Like that makes a lot of sense. It could be, it could be that way too. Yeah. So, and the, and again, I I don't know anything, so I can't say I know. That's just my gut feeling, and and that's why I always go with just hey, it's unknown, and that's that's the best I can. <laughs> the best. Is this, this JT? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best I can say is I don't know, um, but I think it's a solid card. I think it's to me. It's one of the few heroes cards that I've actually looked at buying, right? So I have this one, and then I have the rainbow, the alternate. I've never been that close to pulling the trigger on any other Dragon Ball heroes card. I'm just not as I'm going to buy Dragon Ball Super before I buy this, but that's just my preference. It has nothing to do with what's better. What up, card habit? JT says there's a Hong Kong seller that sells D Cyber one by one, raises the price twenty to five to fifty dollars each time a new one lists. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm talking about. It's crazy. And you don't know how many this guy has. Right? And then, you know, some poor soul writes him a message. Hey, bro, can you tell me about how rare this is? He's like, oh, yeah, dude. Uh, you're only going to find these in Hong Kong. And uh, they were, you know, they were in stores for uh, six months. And that's it. And you can't get them no more. So. This is my last one. Yeah, it's my last one, bro. I don't know if I can let it go. You know, for you, I'll give you a deal. And you're like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Relist, same like, picture. Back up there. $30. You're like, what the hell? I've seen that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, would there have to I be a works. sweet Vegeta Heroes card in order for you to buy? No. No. I, I think this this guy and the other one, the, the rainbow one that everyone in our Discord has, that's the one I want. Um, it's just they get prioritized over other cards, and it continues to happen that way. Like, that's the only thing. He's on the list. It's just like he, whenever he gets to my top five, top ten cards, there's something new and he gets pushed back down. It's just a matter of priorities is all it is. But I think this is a solid card. I, don't, I have no issues with it. I like it a lot. Like, there's nothing bad for me to say about it. I mean. Chase, it's a terrible card. We hate it. Don't get it. Would I rather? Okay, check this out. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. Let's Okay. $60 card from Pokemon Go. Sixty dollar card from to get this. I'm buying this. This. I'm buying this. Like you could say, hey, you want you want the new gold Mewtwo? I'm like, no, I'll take that. 
I'll take this Dragon Ball card. So like that's okay, that's where it kind of falls. Six dollar box of Dimension Force or this? Or do you want this? I'll take this. I'll take this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want a box of Ultimate Squad? Or you want this? I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Chase said I won't get it now. <laughs> Thank you. All right, and thanks for your two cents. <laughs> I'm glad we could help. Right, glad we is. could make you change your mind. And that's it. That's, that's hey, welcome to the segment, Pokemon Tower Scout Report. And there you go, where we tell you not to buy cards. Right. Don't buy it. Next. You're wasting your time. Just, all right. Let's see what card we got today. Okay, don't buy it. All right, TCG Battle Royals, our next segment. <laughs> all right, we're looking at the next card today. Don't get it. All right, next. There you go. There you guys go. All right. That's it for the scout uh, scout report this week. This is cool because again, there's a lot of uncertainty here. So this is cool to talk about because I I just couldn't tell you guys. You know, all I can do is look at what I have and the pop on PSA looks good. Um, yeah, the last price of the PSA nine doesn't look too great, which means it look that means it's not as in like this is my true opinion. The pops look great on PSA, uh, but the last sold price of PSA nine shows that it's not an appreciated card, and then. The sixty dollars as average price for you this know, card, I don't think it's too bad. It being but, a vending machine promo ish secret, it's not bad. Well, let's but, take bets on this though. Sixty dollars to grade uh, Mewtwo Gold, right? Uh, buy him raw and grade him sixty bucks, and then sixty bucks to get this card. Which one has more value next year? Oh, this one for sure. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think that Mewtwo yeah. card is going to be, you're going to see him for 30 to 50 bucks here pretty soon in a slab, which is a shame because I love Mewtwo. But if I had to make a crappy comparison, that's how easily, I mean, we've seen it before. This is 60 bucks is nothing to joke about. And that could, that could be 75 next year. It could be 90 and which is not a, yeah, it's not. And unless you had a million, you're not making it much, but it appreciated. And that's all you could say. Well, you know what? I, I chose the right card. That's really all you can do. All right, there you go. That's it for the scout report. Nope, I would buy it. Yeah, yeah, I would buy it. Moving on to TCG, but that was funny. I'm not buying it now. All right, <laughs> Battle Royale, here we go. Um, um, thanks. <laughs> Uh, thanks, for useless useless info. thanks for the useless <laughs> right, info. Thanks for the useless info. I'm everyone definitely not getting that. <laughs> everyone listening to the podcast. Chase is a is a longtime listener. Mr. Chase Gordon. <laughs> He's also our mod, so he gets it. I'll trade all my stupid Pokemon card for Dragon Ball card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. What do we got? TCG Battle Royale. Um... <laughs> Klaus said, I hope the grab tabs are full of that card. Okay. All right, here we go. Nothing, mu- nothing much changing this week, guys. It's Everything's pretty much the same. I'm just going to give you a couple price updates. We're going to run right through this. Number one, staying number one, is Digimon Digital Hazard. Case price, $737. That went up a little bit from last week. Uh, box price, $63.46. I want to say that went up. No, that went down just a tad, right? I think it went down. And then the four secret rares went from 186 down to 184. So there's they're just holding value there. They're just sticking at that 180. One less, right? One less card in there that you can make some yeah, money yeah, yeah. off of. Yeah. And then there's still 15 cards that break the $15 price point. We're we're talking three, four weeks in, guys. 
digital digital hazard just good. holding it down. Yeah, I mean, look at Pokemon Go. It's already pretty much flat. I mean, unless you pull the bigger cards. Still a cool set. Still a cool set, which is why it's number two. Uh, case price for Pokemon Go, four thirty six fifty. That actually came up a little bit. It was it from last week. It went up a little bit. Um, how, many, how many boxes are in a case of each? Ten. Twelve. Ten. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, box price forty five seventy one. That went up a little bit from last week. So a little tick up. Not much. Okay. Don't get too excited. Just a little tick up. Um, not enough to overthrow Digimon. But check this out. The four top cards remain the same: Mewtwo, uh, Altart, Mewtwo V Star Rainbow, Mewtwo Gold, and then Radiant Zard. You add those four up, it adds up to 186.14 right now. So it is neck and neck with Digimon's four secret rares at 184. Now, which ones would you rather have? Four secret rares of Digimon versus four of the top cards from Pokemon. They're basically the same price right now, 184 versus 186. And then you have eight cards in the Go set that break that $15 price point. Now, here's the sad thing. All those cards, besides Radiant Zard and the alternate um, Mewtwo, are rainbows or gold. So you're not, you're only going to get one. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're all rainbow trainers, um, Mewtwo's, obviously. So, like, it's those four cards and then four other, like, rainbow secret rares. That's what you're looking at for the top eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so. There's a little bit of life. It Pokemon got a little bit of life back into it this week, uh, but not much. So it stays number two. Oh, excuse me. All right, not gonna lie, I'd rather have Digimon. If I had the other, if I had the Go ones, I'd have to move them and get the Digimon cards. No, me too. Me too. And I'm a I'm a huge Mewtwo fan, but probably the only Mewtwo's that I would want is the Alt and the Gold, and that's just for PC. Um, Table of Madness says he'll take he'll take the Digimon all day. Yeah, me too. I would. Um, Chris says the Radiant's still on the watch list. They're deep on the watch list. Everything else got to go. <laughs> yeah, Sounds that's right. that's the way to play right. it. Sounds right. You're gonna get a PSA 10 for 40 bucks here in about six months. You'll see. If you have 100 of those, you sell them for 40 bucks. How much did you make? <laughs> there you go. 100 percent of the time, every go. time. All right. You got Ultimate Squad. 70% of the time works 100% of the time. Ultimate Squad at number John three. Landry. John Landry, what's up? We got 12 viewers and only 8 likes. Make sure you guys are who was watching live with us today. Oh, part of my fault. That's Make sure you my, my fault. smash that fault. like button. Smash oh, it. No. All right. Ultimate Squad is number three this week. Um, the case price went up to 649 so maybe a small supply shortage that could be very short lived, but uh, the box prices also went up from fifty dollars. Remember, it was fifty bucks last week. Now it's fifty three forty eight. You also have the three secret rares at three thirty nine twenty eight, which is down a little bit more than it was last week, and you have four cards in the um, fifteen dollar price point area. So uh, nothing too excited, exciting. I. It's it's. I mean, when does that movie come out? August 19th? August 15th? Yeah. Something like Some, that. I know it's the 15th. Something like that. Um, I don't know if this set's going to make it to the movie, but if it does, 
if it does, watch that Gohan Piccolo, right? Because there's, I know, I know a lot of us know the spoilers. I know a lot of us probably watched the Japanese uh, version, but you gotta, you gotta understand. There's a large portion of people who won't until it's dubbed, and that could have, that could mean a big thing for this card. That's why this card sucks because it does nothing. Nothing. Hey, honestly, I'm going to be stoked if they make a God Rare Gohan. That's what I'm, I'm waiting for. Like, I'm done. That would be. I'd, I'd be. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm about eight hundred bucks going down the drain. It's easy. Maxing out the. Maxing out the. the what game if it's, it's What done. if it's two thousand? Like Vegeta. I'm maxing out. Maxing out two games and it's done. All right. Well. <laughs> wow, the chat's going crazy right now. <laughs> we're gonna have to we're gonna, we're gonna have to increase the uh, the limit. Just max it out. If they make a God Rare Gohan, it's gonna look it's gonna look sick. It's gonna look sick. It's gonna look sick. So Ultimate Squad hanging on to number three, and it, the only reason it's hanging on to number three is because Pokemon's newer. But those those two could flop in the coming weeks. You never know. Um, and number four. <laughs> Wait. Number. <laughs> Number four is Yu-Gi-Oh! Dimension Force, again. Uh, $630 for a case. You can get a box for $57.34, which is actually pretty much the most expensive box besides Digimon. That was kind of weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, John says, question, is Gohan, does Gohan get a God Rare before Goku? Well, the only reason I could see it happening is because of the movie. I feel like Dragon Ball Super would do that just, just to squeeze every penny out of the fan base. So like, oh, you guys are riding off the high of this new Gohan. Let's, he's a god now, so let's go ahead and make him a God Rare. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, they, I think Dragon Ball blew their load a little quick with Goku's like God form. Because, you know... His, his, what's that? Heightened Mastery? Goku Heightened Mastery or whatever it's called. Awakened Power? Huh? Awakened Power? Is it Awakened Power? Yeah. Awakened Power? That, that one right there is. That was like a 2018 his, set. Yeah. But that's like his known card, you know, of him in like ultimate form, ultimate Goku, you know? Yeah. He didn't get one yet. He didn't get one in his <laughs> ultimate form, you know? Uh, Gohan, he hasn't got one, so he's going to get one. So I think I think they just I think they just kind of came out of the gate with Goku to get the whole. Well, yeah, I'm, he he is. Started, you know? Yeah, and it's it's crazy to see how. I don't imagine know. they try to come back and they go like Goku, Goku, God rare, God rare, Ultra Instinct, like when they already have one. Well, people you know? would still go nuts for it. I tell you that. It's all about it's all about the artwork. Um, he's a god now. No, Ivan, he's not a god. I don't really know that. You're crazy. Um, hold on. Chase said DBZ movie looks like it was drawn on a leapfrog leap pad. Yeah, I'm a little upset about that. Um, just because Brawly was <laughs> Brawly was nuts, man. I I still watch that movie. I've watched it like five times. The animation yeah, is nuts. Scene, I think the, the the finishing fight scene of the newest movie is like quick. It's so quick. Oh oh, at the end of the new movie. It, yeah. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's seconds. It's like, ah! and then he's just boom, well, and 
done. You know, the only thing I can't explain is, you know, they introduced this new god rarity. But they went with Vegeta first. I mean, Vegeta's pop, though. Vegeta was awesome. The oh, yeah. The blue. Like, and I think, I don't know, because like I said, Vegeta got a lot of, Vegeta had a really good character arc in Dragon Ball Super, so I think he got a lot of popularity. And uh, I'm pretty sure Dragon You think he's, sure you think he's passed Goku and Super? What do you mean in terms of skill? Popularity. Oh, popularity? Um, I think so. I think so. He's pretty close, I think, and I think that's I think that's the reason why. Because you know how back when we used to cover um, Bleeding Cool like all the time, like Dragon Ball used to have conventions with their fans and like talk about you know the the anime, talk about the different cards, artwork, like um, the actual competitive game. They had used to have like these like meetings and like live audience um, get-togethers with the fan base. So I think maybe they might have learned a little something, and I think that's why Vegeta got his God Rare. You know, because I'm, I'm not I'm not mad about Vegeta. I don't think any I don't think anyone was upset. Like no, yeah, yeah. Like, what Vegeta got God rare? No, everyone was like, "Whoa, Vegeta God rare!" Yeah. You know, so I think yeah. it was a, it was a good thing. Okay, all right. No, I agree. I just I don't understand why they made him go first, and then now for whoever's up second, it could literally be anyone because of. Dude, they they could do trunks. You know what I mean. They could do a, the trunks one, like, and and you could totally. Just they could like, make oh. a Gogeta God Rare and just break everything. Yeah, true. Vegito again. I mean, there's there's a lot. I don't know. They better not make a trunks God Rare. Yeah, but they'll do something dumb like that, or like like <sighs> like they'll do a Yamcha God. It's rare gonna ruin the rarity though, because you you gotta when you follow up Vegeta, you gotta do something big, and that's why I think I think Gohan from the movie would be a great. Yeah, Great pick. Up a little bit, make people want to buy the set and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I'm hoping for other stuff, but I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we were supposed to be talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, but as you can tell, that's how bad uh, this set is doing for us. So Dimension Four stays number four this week. Uh, you can get the a lot of fun fact. There's a lot of meta cards. There's a lot of meta cards inside this uh, set. So if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh person, you can go ahead and. Look through some of the, the most competitive decks and then find the meta cards that are in here. Because that one right there on the front page, um, in the middle, Starlight, that's like a super meta card. Yeah. Do they have a secret rare of it as well? Yep, they do. Yeah, so that might be the game. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna case it up, you better save your secret rares and and get rid of them in play sets. Yep, exactly, dude. That's exactly how you do it. There you guys go. Uh does Dimension Force even exist? <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, there you go. So Here's here it is, same list guys, same list. Um, Digimon Digital Hazard takes number one. Pokemon Go number two. Dragon Ball Ultimate Squad three. Yu-Gi-Oh Dimension Force number four. Now Yu-Gi-Oh does have, uh, what's it called? Power of Elements. Yeah, elements yeah, of Power. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Power of the Elements or something like that. Yeah, so that's coming out August fifth. So we should have a new Yu-Gi-Oh set here pretty soon. Um, yeah, don't expect anything. Goes. Let's go. Don't expect anything from Dragon Ball until September. Pokemon might have something come September. Yu-Gi-Oh is getting the only thing, I think, in August. We'll see. Um, But that's all I know right now. All right. Moving on. We got Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? Covering every Pokemon booster expansion since the beginning, we are on the last Neo set 
of the Neo era. We have Neo Destiny. And uh, looking at this set, I didn't even... I'm surprised every week with Neo. And I can tell you that this might be my favorite set of Neo. I know I said that for for Rejuvenation last week. Revelation. <laughs> rejuvenation? Yes. Good one, dude. Revelations. Neo, Neo Rejuvenation is a good one. Neo Resignation. Um, so I think Neo Destiny is my favorite. So here we go, guys. Let's take a look here. Prices for first edition cards, okay? This is nuts. Here we go. Uh, that's not nuts. Here, there we go. All right, these are first edition, okay? So don't get all crazy. Shining Charizard, thirteen forty-seven. Um, you talk about buying a Zard, he's he's got to be on the list. I think I always forget about this card. He he's a he's a heavy hitter. Uh, Shining Mewtwo, eleven hundred dollars. These are secret rares, by the way. Hmm. You got Light Dragonite, seven hundo. Just a cool sixty nine ninety nine. You got uh, Shining Steelix Secret Rare six hundred bucks, which that's this is nuts. Wait till you see what I'm talking about here. Uh, so keep in mind Shining Steelix right here at the number. Keep in mind all these secret rares. You got Shining Zard, Shining Mewtwo, Shining Steelix. Okay, Shining Kabutops another secret rare at five sixty nine. Dark Espeon, uh, just a hollow at five fifty. Just a hollow five hundred fifty six. Dark Gengar, there's our guy right there. I was actually looking at buying this card a while back. Um, multiple copies, I didn't. Uh, 350 bucks. Shining Tyranitar, secret rare, 217.80. Light Arcanine, 209.97. This Arcanine's dope, by the way. I, we'll, we'll look at it later, but I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, Shining Noctowl, another secret, 177. Dark Tyranitar, 170. Light Togedic, uh, 146. Dark Typhlosion. I see a lot of these guys on eBay, like graded into eight or nine. I think they're kind of underpriced. You can also go unlimited. They're, they're pretty nice. Uh, Shining Celebi, another secret rare, 132. Shining Raichu, 120. Now, this is funny because you go on TikTok, all these stupid influencers romanticize the shining Raichu, right? But it's like, we just went through this. Look how many secret rares come before him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> There's seven other secret rares that outperform the shining Raichu. And I think it's just funny. I laugh. You guys don't, I don't like a lot of these people, but anyways, when I see them romanticize the shining Raichu, I'm like, he's like the worst one in the set, bro. Are you talking? There's way better cards in this set. You nub. All right, Dark Scizor. Huh? I'm taking Shining Noctowl over Shining Raichu. I'll take any of them over Shining Raichu, just because I don't like anyone who romanticizes that card. Okay, Dark Scizor, 116. Dark Feraligator, 102. Dark Porygon, 99. Dark Crobat, 99. Dark Houndoom. Uh, This card is nutty. Have you seen Dark Houndoom? Sick. It's one of the cooler cards. I'm like, dang, that's that's pretty nice. Uh, 95. Dark Ampharos, 87. There's a Zoomerill down here. Dawn fan down here. We're not even going to look at them because... No, we're not. All right. Um, now, 
Let's look at the pops. These are PSA pops. Oh my gosh. My bad, guys. I have to do this. I totally forgot. I told <laughs> I didn't I didn't forget anything actually. Here we go. So <laughs> whoops. We're gonna take a look at the pops like this. Don't even worry about it, guys. Okay? Everything's cool. Shiny Zard booty over shiny Raichu. Yeah, right. All right, 41,000 cards graded with this set. Pretty popular set. I want to say the um the uh, Sky Ridge Aquapolis, that era, they only have like 20-something thousand cards graded. So crazy to see how much more there are here. Um, all right, here we go. We're not going to have them ranked. We're just going straight through. We're going straight through for the hollows here. So you got the Dark Ampharos um, Unlimited. With 31 10s, and then you got the first edition with 62 10s. There you go. There you go. Now you guys can see. 31 10s, 62 10s. I I really want to know, like, you know how Yu-Gi-Oh! we only care about first edition for like the good stuff? Mm-hmm. Is that how original Pokemon was? I obviously we know that for base set, but like for like Neo, like you don't even see that much of it anyways. But I've heard people say, no, you want Unlimited because it's more rare than first edition. But like, if we play by the rules of any other TCG or what we've done in history, you always want go first edition. You know, do you know what I'm trying to say? No, I get what you're saying. Like the Lugia. There are people that will no, say, no, you want, saying, but... you want Unlimited Lugia over first edition. And I'm like, why? They're like, because the pops are lower. I'm like, yeah, but the pops are lower in in unlimited Yu-Gi-Oh and people still want first edition. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's a weird argument, right? Yeah, because like I was around like the way I think about it is I was around for Neo. I was a kid. So and I'd even have first edition. So what do you think? But like I feel like when first edition's even released, that's like a that's like a myth. Like that's all, that's a okay. harder edition. Okay, okay, okay. I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get first edition. So, like I, so I, we're I saying limited before you know, first edition was gone by the time unlimited. So, like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. So we're saying first edition, you will see a higher population because people truly want it more, which means more people will grade it over unlimited, not because there's less unlimited out there. It's because the money's in first edition, which means more people will go to try and find first edition cards to grade. Because that's what I think. I think so too. Okay. I mean, okay. Okay. Just, just yeah, checking. I would. But, I'd be looking. I'd be every time I go for every time I see an unlimited, I always go. Well, is there first edition? Yeah. Well, this is pretty sweet too. Um, this is this is one of the few situations where that doesn't work. That argument doesn't work because there are actually less first editions than there are unlimited. So you got 307 of the Ampharos, the, the 339 unlimited. Oh, yeah, I see that. So there's one one example there. We take a look at the Dark Crobat. Let me get you right here. Dark Crobat, same thing. Oh, they're, they're neck and neck. See here, look, this is a different 266 unlimited population, 301 first edition population. 8710s first edition, 4010s unlimited. So someone could go and swing, like let's say they owned this one, the 40. They're like, actually, there's only 40 10s in the world. There's 87 of the first edition. You want you want this one. It's more rare. 
I guess it comes down to value at that point. You just say, okay, well, let's go look at the comps. Mm-mm. It's a weird, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird argument because you could go both ways and I've seen people use both ways and it really depends on what era you're talking about, the era, and then obviously, um, the set and then the TCG, right? Yu-Gi-Oh! We always want first edition. You always want it. I just, I just think that's people. I mean, I yeah, people the, yeah, it's no, they're weird, pie. weird little money grabs to try and be. Bigger piece of the pie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I agree. It's first edition. You know what I mean? Like. Like I said, I was around for it, and I didn't even have first edition. So it's like, where was it at? No, I agree. You know, so I agree. That makes me, as a collector now, be like, where is where is this first edition? It was a myth back then. It's a myth now. I need like, where is it? Hmm. Oh, I I agree then. All right, cool. Um, we're not looking at Don fan because he's he's dumb fan. All right. Uh, Dark Espion. That can't be right. Oh wait. There you go. Now look at this. The 529 unlimited versus 370. Uh, right here, 529 unlimited versus 370 first edition. Just so that that's crazy to me because it's like. So it's selective it's to Pokemon. Crazy when it's, yeah, it's unlimited. It's unlimited to. There's more unlimited when there's more unlimited than first edition. That's what's crazy because. Why? Why? Are, why is there more graded unlimited? Unlimited? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Was there? Was there more out there? Did is, did more people open up un, unlimited packs? Like, yeah. Or, or was there more of this hollow printed in those unlimited packs? Like, why? Why yeah, is this one no, so much? Weird. Or or all the, other, all the other cards when they get granted, I'm like, why is there so much of one card than there is of others? And that means like. If you add up all those those population ports, that's one pack. Yeah. All these hollows are one pack. All these pops are one pack. Think about yeah. all those packs. That's 529 packs. Yeah. That this dark espion hollow was in. That's yeah. That I mean. And so you're telling me that, that there was only 370 in, in these other packs? Like. What? Yeah. That's uh. Well, well, hold on. Let's see. 529 that's packs. That's what a lot of us forget that. A hollow is one pack. <laughs> yeah. That's a couple cases of, of Pokemon just by that dark espion alone. Mm-hmm. That means the case of these hollows were on sheets or were they just printed on their own sheet or like, I don't, they do do what, that. That's where my interest is. Some of them, they're, they're weird. They have, it depends what factory they're printed in. Some of them have them uh, numerically uh, printed mm-hmm. and it just cuts, you know, one through so many and it just does it like that. And then there's some, depending on the factory where they will print 15 of the same card and then they'll do 15 of another and 15. It just depends where it came from. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, these are old enough to where, you know, the factories could have done it that way back then. Who knows? It could have done, got done both ways. Yeah. East coast. They did it this, this way. West coast. They did it this way. Just depends. That's what blows my mind though. I'm always like, man, that's crazy. Dark for alligator. 392 total graded population and 325. That's not bad. That's pretty similar. Yeah, pretty similar there. Seventy-three tens in first edition, thirty-three tens in unlimited. Pretty cool. Um, there was. Let me see. I'm gonna go here. Don't look at these pops, guys. Do not look at these pops. They're wrong. They're just. They're just. There's a glitch in the system. <laughs> I don't know. All right, here we go. So, Dark Gengar. Here we go. Let's take a look at this one. 
Dark Gengar, 423 unlimited and 332 first edition. There are 69 10s unlimited and 95 10s first edition. This is a sick card. It's just 100 more unlimited printed. 90, yeah, 90, yeah. Um, and I don't know what to think. I mean, this card looks pretty sick, though. Right here. He's cool with a little flat, and he's like flat oh, across the ground. Flattened. Yeah, dude, that's tight. <laughs> it's like he's like laying in. He's like <laughs> smeared on the ground almost. <laughs> he's like, I'm hiding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to get me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's funny. I like that. Uh, moving on. I wanted to show you the art on some of these. Let me see. Uh, not, I mean, Shiny Mewtwo is obviously sick. But uh, I really yeah, like Dragonite. I don't think I've ever seen a light Dragonite, which is kind of weird. It's a hollow too, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Don't look at these pops. Don't look at these pops. This light Arcanine is pretty dope. <laughs> look, yeah, the, the light Arcanine's dope. But look at that Tyranitar. What? Ah. <laughs> no, the one below the little. Chubby oh, the legs. dark, dark Tyranitar. <laughs> Barney. Yeah, that's funny. It looks like a bear in the big blue house. So the Dark Hound Doom, I got to show you guys the Dark Hound Doom because it looks, I thought it was pretty cool. And look again, it's very similar populations, 341 total for Unlimited, 328 for... Uh, Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. But let me, let me, let me do this for you. I got to do this. Like, even if we were to add up every single hollow pop from Unlimited in the first edition and you were to see all the amount of packs, that's crazy. First off, look at the Arcanine. Pretty dope. Uh, of course, you can't here. Oh, it does have flowers. Look at that. Hey, Klaus says it has flowers in the back. Yeah. They're sweet looking. Oh, dude. Pretty clean. It is sweet looking. Clean, clean, clean. Yeah, that's dope. I really like nice. that. And then uh, I like this this uh, Houndoom. I was like, well, this is probably one of the nicest Houndoom cards. Like, even cooler than the one we saw last week. Look at that. He's yeah, like, that's tight. What, what, is he, what is he fighting off over there? You see Vine that? It's like it. vines. Yeah. Whatever it is. He's like, ah, I hate grass types. Like ah. But it's very, uh, what's that? What's that tattoo style called? American traditional? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's got that look to it. Yeah, traditional art style. Yeah. yeah. Like the flash art. Nice. I like it. Sick. I like it. Like it. Yeah. Uh, moving back here, moving on. Uh, let's see. Porygons. Nothing much to write home about here. 271 Unlimited, 295. Similar. And it's like, why is Espeon so many more? And people like that one too, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Dark Scizor. 309 Unlimited, 306. Yeah, 309 versus 306 for the Scizor. Very similar pops, but there are less tens for unlimited. Almost, almost three times as less. Uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Dark type flosion, clean. Eight ninety eight. Look at this. Eight ninety eight versus three hundred one. Why? Like, I don't know. Like you know what I mean? Like that means even there's, there's a like, ton there's- more. Unlimited than there are first edition. There was almost 600 Dark Espeon. Now there's another 898 Dark Typhlosions. It's like yeah. almost 2,000 packs of just those hollows. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. 
And then there are 6110s in the Dark Typhlosion and then uh, for Unlimited and 7610s for First Edition. Oh, damn. The 8s and 9s are killing it for the Dark Typhlosion Hollow. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a hard one to explain because it's like, man, if if someone was trying to get tens and they kept getting eights and nines, it's like, was Dark Typhlosion easy easier to pull? I don't know. I mean, the stats say that there's more of them, or did people just think, oh, he's Typhlosion, people are gonna buy it, let me grade a ton, and didn't work out. Like, did people think like that back then? I don't know. Well, this this could be recently. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, did, were people like, was there like a old ancient Poketara podcast back then that like people were listening to and like buying collectible cards and stuff. Well, look at the Tyranitar. Dark Tyranitar, 396 total unlimited pop. And then you got 295 total unlimited or uh, first edition pop. Hmm. I mean, similar, pretty similar, but yeah, that one's not too bad. You get 300 versus 400. That's not terrible. Then you got the, yeah. I'm going to call this one the Larcanine, light Arcanine. You got 557 unlimited population, and then you got 435 first edition. Those are pretty similar. But why so many? Like, why so many? Why, why are these both almost 500? That's, that's more than any other card we've seen so far. Dude, yes, and then, that's what I'm saying. And there's other ones that only have, like, 200. It's like, what? what was there, why is there so many less? So many. Yeah, that would be cool. Chris said it would be cool to see the year when the card was graded. That would be dope. I mean, you can kind of tell by the serial number. I mean, if you if you see a lot of five and six uh, series graded cards, that was done like the 2020 era. If you see uh, four series, that was done just, that was the beginning of 2020, 2019, the four series. And then three series you don't see a lot of. You see a lot of twos. Um. Yeah, that that would be something cool to check out. I bet you a lot of these are four and five. It's not our canine. It's our canine. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Ugh. Here's the light dragonite. Light dragonite's got 587 unlimited population. Light dragonite first to dish got 433. So very similar again. And then dragonite just being who he is, I think super popular. That that kind of makes yeah. sense to me. You know what I mean? That blew my mind. That's like that's like learning about Ekans. Look at this. Togetic. Almost the same. 311 unlimited, 305 first to dish. I feel like he was a flop of a Neo Pokemon. Like Togepi was like had a lot of like hype, and then you turn into Togetic, you're like, mm. Mm. Remember like Digimon, like Patamon, like he was just low expectation and then he turns into Angemon. You're like, oh, okay. He's not playing. This guy's the real deal. But like, and then Togepi, you're like, God, you suck. You better turn into something good. And then it's like Togetic. You're like, ooh, you probably should have stayed Togepi. <laughs> At least people liked you more when you were Togepi. <laughs> That's how I feel about unpopular, it. Un- unpopular opinion here. Uh, yeah. I don't really like Togedick. I had a Togetic on my team. Well, yeah, well, because you got him for free, <laughs> you know, and then you could use uh, you could use Metronome, and you get Metronome, any move you want. Yeah, just Fire Blast, Thunder. It's always it's always those one hitter quitters, or it's like disable or yeah, splash. you hyper beam them. You're like, oh wow, all right, well that saved me. But yeah, 
That's what I noticed as a kid. I was like, dude, metronome, it's either one of these one-hitter quitter moves. It's either blizzard, thunder, fire blast, hyper beam, yeah. or like drill pick. Or it's critical hit or, or you're done. Or splash. Yeah. <laughs> it's a what's it called? Light screen? Yeah, light screen. Just throwing up the light screen. And then Reflect. you get smashed. <laughs> <laughs> it just puts a pushing. And then one hit. <laughs> you just got one shotted. I want to take a look at the secret rares real quick before we before we sum this one up. Uh, let me let me scroll down. Where where are we gonna find those? Uh, this this is a large set. Here we go. Shining Titar. Look at this. This is crazy. Shining Tyranitar. Holy crap! One thousand three hundred fifty-five for unlimited. Five hundred five for first edition. So what's the what's the deal with that? We're talking you know almost three x. Dude. Oh my god. Whoa. What's up with that? Whoa, Did they make them easier what? to pull and unlimited? Or it could be, well, here's the other thing too. You know, if there's just less first edition boxes, like, hey, we only made 2 million first edition boxes. We made 5 million unlimited boxes. It could be something like that. That's why That's you're what seeing I'm saying. it. That, that was my point on like the first edition unlimited thing is like first edition is gone so quick. Yeah. Even though that was in my era, it was gone so quick that I didn't even get to have first edition. Like, what was up next was unlo- unlimited. Well, we didn't know that any better either, I don't think. Years. I wasn't looking yeah. for that stamp when I was a kid. Oh, no, we weren't looking for a first edition stamp, but I'm saying, like, if it was readily available on the shelves, <laughs> we probably would have had some first edition stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. But I know for sure we didn't. Well, let's look at the Shining Steelix. Same story here. 1,100 unlimited pops, oh 434 God. first edition. Dude, no way. No way. Yeah, we're seeing a trend here. Well, it's hard to say that, though. It's hard to say that, though, because the hollows aren't showing the same trend. For Shining Pokemon, they're asking, like, like hundreds of dollars for a PSA 9. There's 363 of them. Yeah. Dude, I haven't even looked at Shining Pops. That's so nuts. Yeah, CT brings up a good point. He says, what if it's the opposite? What if Unlimited had a short print run and that's why it's more sought after? No, none of us really know. And that's the scary thing. That's the scary thing about listening to lore about what people think is more rare than other things. It's like, hey, let's just look at the stats and make our own decisions because anyone could sell you that idea. And depending on their seat of responsibility in this hobby, you could convince a lot of people otherwise. That's and that's that's not something I'm gonna do, you know what I mean? But people people do that crap. We've seen it. I mean, we've we've blasted those people. So it's like it's not impossible, right? Like we've we've heard the well, I think it's underpriced speech before. We've we've heard that. So and when then you when you look at the stats, you're like, Well, yeah, I mean, you, you might be right, but there's this thing called demand. So mm. Shining Raichu. 1355 unlimited oh my gosh. versus 517. Yeah, almost triple up on that one too. So looking at these, we know that pretty much the, the three shining Pokemon we've looked at have had three times the population unlimited versus first edition. So you could say, well, maybe back in the day, Pokemon printed three times as many unlimited than they did first edition. That would be a good guess. I was just about to say the same thing. Go, go to the dark Espeon hollow. Is there three times as many in the unlimited? Because that's a big number too. 
but that just kind of makes sense too. Like they could say, I coming, yeah, I was coming to that same. I was coming to that same like reasoning. Like I was deducing it all down, and I was like, mm, this seems like it's like th- three times more unlimited than it there is first. Like like for the sake, like for just being simple, you could say, okay, we're gonna make thirty first editions. We'll make ninety unlimiteds. You know what I mean? And that that mm-hmm. that that makes sense to me. Like in my head, here's Espion right here. 529 versus 370, so not quite three times. No, not quite. But, all right, let's go back to these secret rares real quick. I want to I look at these other ones just to see. Here it is again, Shining Celebi. Oh, whoa. 1243 versus 510. Unlimited no, to I first. I saw what I saw. No Yeah, way. you did. Yeah, you did. Go down to Charizard. Charizard. Ah. 2644 to 812. Whoa, dude. That's about four times as much. No, not four times. It's three times. That's three, almost over three. It's like three and a half times as much. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's so crazy. That's like almost. Like, let's just say that, that Pokemon printed 3,000 of these shiny Charizard. That means almost every single one is accounted for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's nuts. Yeah, but I know. They knew that they printed more than that because there's BGS and there's CGC that have these shiny Charizards in their, in their slabs too. And it's like, and there's still raw, a few raw ones out there. And it's like, there's probably 12,000 out there. That's so many. And we think that this card is so scarce. That is nuts. Well, there's just well, it is. This is what this is. This is something we used to talk about a long time ago, and I would say it like, yeah, there's a million Charizards, but there's two million people that want them. You know what I mean? Right, but but also what I'm saying is like, yeah, it looks. It, it's just what we see looks scarce. Like, like oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you don't see scarce. you don't see twenty six hundred of these on eBay. eBay. You only see yeah, you only see ten listings. And you might see two eights. Two tens, you know, a five nines on there. You might see like two raws, and you're yeah. like, "There's ten listings of Shining Charizard." That's it in the whole yeah, entire world. No. Ten. Mm-hmm. Nope. There's people holding on to these things. There's, yeah, there's there's, there's like, people in the shadows that you don't know about. Nuts. So we, I think we could we could safely say that Unlimited is about three and a half times the size of first edition. That that's, that's so crazy, dude. No. Yeah, pretty crazy. That is, um, dude, I like that. That's awesome. That's like really, that's like really good, like analysis, like data to have. Like that's awesome. Oh yeah. So again, uh, don't look at these pops, guys, because I didn't. They're just they didn't update. So <laughs> you got the Dark Hound Doom, which I thought was sick. Uh, Dark type Flosion, I've been looking at a lot on uh, eBay. Um, dark Porygon's kind of dope. I like that. Dark Port, like how can Porygon be dark? <laughs> <laughs> Dark Gengar and a, Light Arcanine. Pokemon, if I had to get a shining Pokemon, I'm going Mewtwo or Charizard. I'm I'm being stereotypical, but I would go for these two. Those are just my favorites. Um but yeah, I would go um Dark Gengar, Light Arcanine, Dark Typhlosion, and Dark Houndoom. Those are my picks. Yeah. Alright, there you guys go. That's Neo Destiny. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. There was a lot of stuff to talk about there. There's it's crazy too. Like, unbelievable. We've reached that point now where there is no right or wrong answer. It's just like, let's just look at this and let's talk about it, and you make your own decision. There's because you don't see a lot of collectors doing that either. 
they just try to make it black and white so that you can be like yes or no and that's just not how it works i hope you guys are seeing that now like so many different ways you could chop this up and no one really knows so you just have to look at the stats and say well this is what i believe in um because time and time again the stats usually tell the truth people don't or lore doesn't so there you guys go all right that's it for covering every Pokemon booster up to Neo Destiny. I think next week we have Legendary Collection. So that'll be fun to look at. I didn't realize I didn't realize that it came out after all this stuff. I thought it was much further back in the timeline. Oh, I thought it was sooner. I thought it was before this. Yeah, but there you guys go. Um, there are no Heart of the Cards this week. We're going straight in to Kaiba Corp. Here we go. You're on. All right, guys. Welcome to the Kaiba Core segment. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about cards that are extremely rare and or expensive. And uh, these ones that we're going to talk about today are very expensive. The PSA pops are not like those that we normally talk about. So uh, if you guys have followed the Kaiba Core segment, you guys know that I've shared some cards that have really, really low pops. Um, these ones here don't have that low of pop, but they are very... These are sick. Yeah. And they are sick. And when I when I talked about finding like the blue eyes white dragon card when we first started doing the Kaibacore, we had like three we had three blue eyes and I was like, which one is the best? Which which one's the best blue eyes? I did not know this one was out there. I just became aware of these guys here. Uh, but these are Japanese um Yu-Gi-Oh! Um Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I don't are these like the first ones for Japan? I don't I don't believe so because they're 2001. I think I got to do I got to do more research on them. It's hard because I was trying to find like different characters and, and, and different ones. But because yeah, these are like so the classics. The, the are, yeah. Spell of Mask is where this this blue eyes white dragon comes from. It's called Spell of Mask. Um, so it's SM 51. But what's cool about all these cards is that they have my number one favorite thing for cards to have. They have texture. These are ultimate rare. Oh, heck yeah. These are ultimate rare, like, anime-style, Japanese, like, iconic cards. It's nuts. What is... What in the world is going... So, <laughs> sorry, there was a cat going crazy. Mm. Um, you guys hear it? It's Olong Johnson. That's why I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Uh, anyways, there's uh, this blue eyes right here is from Spell of Mask. It's SM51. Um, all these cards here on the screen have texture, and uh, I think they're super sick. Um, that summon skull is the dirty. Why, the reason why I bring up these cards is that the blue eyes is already taken off. So that, I believe, someone's trying to get $9,000 for a PSA 10. Someone's trying to get $9,000. Um, for the Dark Magician, someone, is, someone did sell it, I believe, for 5000 so I think maybe that's where these cards lie a little bit more in like the 5000 And when you go on PSA's site, they value these at about $5,500 in oh, PSA wow. 10. Um, but this Summon Skull, it sold for uh, $523. Ooh. Which is like way underpriced. Like what? Like it's it's an iconic card. It's the same rarity. It, it's not a lower rarity than any of these cards. Same style. Um, 
and it has a lower pop than both the Dark Magician and the Blue Eyes, and it's selling for less. Summon Skull is sick. When I went and looked through these uh, sets on PSA to go to go through the pops, there was some other um, Ultimate Rares and also some what are they called um, Ultra Parallel Rare, uh, which I will get into probably next week. So I, I assume that those are very expensive as well, um, and I like to see what those look like. But with the Summon Skull, with that being said, I did see like a Cosmo Dancer, or was it Cosmo Queen, or one of those? Uh, no, no, Necro. You know what I'm talking about? Necromancer? Dark yeah. Necromancer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you have that one in Ultimate Rare as well. Um, and a few other cards. So I think people are only hip to the Blue Eyes and Dark Magician right now. Mm. So I think it's a good time if you guys are Summon Skull fans or if you guys are fans of any of the other older cards in the um, Big Six, you know, uh, you know the, the original right. Six set. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. there's any monsters in there that you are a big fan of, um, I recommend you go and you look up uh, these sets: Struggle of Chaos, Labyrinth of Nightmare, um, Spell of Mask. You go look on, um, you go go look through the Japanese sets of these, and uh, go see if you can find a card that you like um, that may be an ultimate rare. Because when I was looking, when I was looking, I was like, "Wow, this this Summon Skull just sold for 523," and I was like, "That's crazy." Yeah. Um, so it's a nice card. For everyone, it's a nice everyone, card. everyone um, asking like nine thousand for the blue eyes and like fifty five hundred that just sold for that dark magician, and they're all from the same year, all iconic monsters. There's got to be a little bit of a disconnect there. They're very expensive. I just want to bring this to anyone's attention who hasn't seen these cards. I haven't even seen these cards. I had to do my own research. I had to go look up all these different things, and uh, I'm still going to be heavily looking into these and learning more because they interest me a ton. If I can get my hands on like even a nine, I think that'd be dope because um, the pops are still super low. Um, other than that, what do you guys think? I think these are dope ultimate rare Japanese no, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards from the uh, OG6. Those what do you guys dope. think? Super dope. Uh, ultimate rare. That's it. Say. I have a core segment. Yeah, ultimate rares. Dude, that, we're talking about the uh, original artwork of Blue yeah. Eyes and ultimate rare with the anime like style card. If you guys aren't watching the video format, please take a look so you guys can you know do this some justice because me talking about it doesn't do it justice but seeing the picture you guys are like oh mm-hmm. i get it they're nice all right yeah no that's sick summon skull i'm still on that summon skull all right here we go guys moving on to it's you can't really see the texture on the on screen though you know what digimon I mean? this week here we go digimon all right, we've been hitting you guys with the stats today, like just numbers. Like it sometimes it makes me a little brain dead. Um, so we're gonna do something a little funny here. I just came across this scrolling. Um, this is a funny. This is a funny article. It just actually it actually made me laugh when I was looking through it. So hopefully you guys get a kick out of this. Um, here we go. Oh, that you're not supposed to see that. You don't see any of that. Okay, here we go. This is from Ludkins Media. Fantastic Digimon with disappointing Digivolutions. So this is just some quick visuals uh, that made me laugh. Like, I mean, this is kind of funny. <laughs> you got Cory Kakumon turning. He could potentially turn into just Dipenmon. That's <laughs> how do you go from this to that? Just cracks me up. There's even funnier ones, though. There's even funnier ones. So we'll go ahead and scroll down. 
What makes Digimon unique to all other monster-themed anime is that their lines of evolutions are not set. Like Pokemon, Digimon can instead uh, digivolve into several different Digimon, depending on their stats at the time. That's one of the coolest things about Digimon is that they, they do have that variety. The course opens up several exciting opportunities to unlock powerful and cool-looking forms, but on the other hand, can also result in utter disappointment. Here we go. So, Sister Mon Blanc, have you guys seen that card? Sister Mon Blanc can turn into Damemon. Check this out. Like how how does she turn into that? Just a platinum turd. That's that look he's a poop, right? Like a cannon, like that? a poop. Yeah, he is. That's what he is. Yeah. Oh wait. There we go. Yeah. He's a poop. Yeah. I, it, the, she just she can turn into that. It's just kind of funny. Um, I wonder if they thought about that when they made the game. They say you can't polish yeah, it. Right? <laughs> this, this is funny. So, uh, Sister Mon Blanc has a chance of digivolving into Sister Mon Seal or Noir, uh, but there's still a likelihood that it Blanc will become Damemon. Its attacks don't make things much better as it uses foul smells and fires small, smelly objects at enemies. They say you can't polish a turd, but Domimon's exception to that, so he's a polished turd. Okay, cool. I was right. Moving on. Eddie, what's up? Chase said, what's for dinner, everyone? I think Chase is eating another foot-long chili dog. He usually gets those on Tuesday nights. So, <laughs> moving on. Got <laughs> You got Kumamon and... Cory Kakumon, Digivolving into Daipenmon. These uh, captions are probably what make them funny. It says, while Kumamon is a literal cool-looking bear and Cory Kakumon resembles a yeti swinging two axes, the fusion Digivolution they can achieve is something of a letdown. Daipenmon looks more like a miserable, miserable employee at an ice cream stand rather than a mega-form Digimon. <laughs> Look at his face. Evil penguin. That's funny. Chase Glizzy Gordon. That's right. All right, moving on. You got this one. This one got me. Gatumon digivolves into Betsumon. So, for those of you who visit different cons, you know you come across some strange, unsettling cosplays. Digimon embodies this in the anime form. Uh, is the grinning Betsumon. This Digimon appears to be a digital monster wearing a Gatumon suit. But the disturbing thing is, however, is it's actually a Gatumon that can digivolve into Betsumon. So it's a real Digimon. For tamers hoping to get Angelomon, they could be in for this very nasty shock. So here we go. Ready? <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> what? That's that? a real Digimon. That's uh, Betsumon. What is that? What is going on there? Oh, that's, oh, that's just It's unsettling. creepy, right? Kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Not like that. All right. Agumon digivolving into Sukumon. So Agumon, obviously, you know, the logo of Digimon. Um, everyone knows he could turn into Greymon. Okay. With that being said, maybe a strategically flung poop blast would have so the say, giant Digimon. Huh? Can he turn into poop too? Yeah. Crawling into the ocean. Yeah. Here we go. He can turn into a yeah. Sukumon. <laughs> yep. It's a giant turd. He said, looks so like Chris Stopley. <laughs> JT said, like JT said, this looks like Chris. 
just unlimited roast in the yeah. chat. What's it called? Um, it seems like every like second, the second of like the the crappy evolution the is just poop. Like, yeah, they, they, they can either turn into War Greymon or poop. Poop. <laughs> Look at this one. <laughs> so Impmon, a lot of people like Impmon because you, you, that's your Beelzemon, right? Uh, he can evolve into Nanimon. So you go from this guy oh, no. to this dude. Oh, dude, I hate that guy. I hate that guy. I feel like I know him, but I don't know him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember seeing him in the show. He was nasty. I hate I hate that guy. The nasty-looking Digimon. <laughs> it's like a primate without... Hair. Hair. <laughs> it's a hairless he's primate. Like a, yeah, he's like a body without a body. He's just legs and a head. Mm-hmm. Weird-looking guy. There you guys go. I just wanted to take a real quick break. I thought these were funny. Super funny. Especially like like Ipmon turning into that. You just would never guess. Um, especially for all these guys turning into some poop there. This one got me though. I was laughing when I saw that. I was like, that's I've seen that card though. I'm pretty sure I have that in my bulk somewhere. Like oh, Betsumon. And then obviously this guy was our clickbait today for the uh for the thumbnail. There you guys go. Fantastic Digimon with disappointing Digivolutions. That's Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> All right. There you guys go. Real quick, real silly. Moving on to Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. All right. Dragon Ball this week. We're taking a look at some new uh, alternate art cards. Kind of cool looking. Um, when I saw this at first glance, I wasn't like crazy excited. But um, you never know. When you see these cards in person, sometimes you're like, I got to have it. Uh, so here we go. This is coming from Bleeding Cool. Uh, Dragon Ball Super shows complete summer 2022 regional alt art cards. Bandai is gearing up to release quite a few interesting Dragon Ball Super card game products. The latest release was the uh, Unison Warrior Series Ultimate Squad, which closed out the Unison Warrior Series. Okay. Um, now, we're still a few months away from the Dragon Ball Super card game launching the next block of Zenkai series, but we will get promo cards and the exciting history of Son Goku and history of Vegeta. Today, let's take a look at new announcements about the summer 2022 regional alt arts. So these are cards that have already been printed, but obviously alternate arts. Oh, that's an ad. Okay, get out of there. All right, uh, you won't be able to see too much. Can I can I move that? There's Goku. What is this? Sun Goku Divine Presence. Let me see if I can shrink this down. I think I can. What's this? not going to work. I'm trying to get this to fit. I don't think I can. Let me go back this way. Frieza, Divine Transformation. Now, they got some funky texture on it. I don't know if you guys can see that. These aren't like regular, you know. This is the, look at that. I mean, can you see that on the Frieza? Or the Vegeta? Look at that. Like yeah, It's got cool. like this wishy-washy texture to it. I was, yeah, I was looking at that. Look at this. See that? Yeah, that's cool. Brawly limits transcended. You can see on the boo, you can see on the boo pretty well. Yeah, that looks nutty. And what's funny is I'm not a huge like Majin Buu fan, like in terms of collecting his cards. But when I looked at this yeah, bunch here, when I looked at the bunch, I was like Brawly, Boo. 
That's what I'm looking at. Um, this Goku, maybe I gotta I see. I, this is a, this is a terrible picture. This is where I like the Frieza. I like the Frieza and I like the Brawly. Those ones are sick. Yeah, this Brawly's got a nice pop to it. They've been yeah. using a lot of this yellow backdrop stuff, but it looks nice. For him. They use a lot of that yellow stuff for him. Yeah, and this Majin Buu. I mean, if this is all texture, this is going to be a crazy card. Yeah, that's sick. Now, going back, let me see if I can find anything else on it. That is literally it. Okay. Bandai, hello, Dragon Ball Super Card Game fans. Today, we have new information on Gen Con, including updated registration links, prizing. Check out the Summer 2022 Regional Altar Cards. Here we go. This is where you register. Winners of each round will receive bonus, bonus prize packs of promotional cards from the 2021-2022 organized play seasons. And then here's a list of all the stuff you can get. Okay. And uh, it looks like that is not it. Okay. So this is just a quick look. That I thought there was going to be more to it than this, but it looks like that's all we're going to get. Um, that's all I know. You know, I don't, I don't really see too much potential here right they're just kind of like if you if you see an altar you like you just get it i think the brawly and like again the brawly and the boo are the coolest ones in this bunch i wouldn't put too much stock into it it's just one of those things like hey let's see what happens when they come out you know what i mean and we may be talking about it again but that's it's just really basic that is it for dragon ball really short and sweet really short and sweet for dragon ball digimon they don't have jack going on right now so let me go back. Boom. All right. That's it for Dragon Ball this week. Moving into Capsule Corp. Here we go. All right, guys. Welcome to the Capsule Corp segment. Um, where we talk about cards that are either not talked about or have been overshadowed by um, cards that are in their sets. Uh, so we've talked about Frieza cards that have been overshadowed. We've talked about um, some Super Saiyan 4 cards. We've covered a lot of different cards in the Capsule Core segment. So here we go. Let's talk about our favorite uh, Fuse Saiyan Vegito, right? Everyone's favorite? Or is it Gogeta? Who knows? It's Gogeta. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, I rewatched uh, Dragon Ball Super. That's why Vegito came to mind. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to go look up some cards. I, I rewatched Dragon Ball Super, and I was like, I didn't even realize that Vegito was in dragon ball super i was like very limited is he yeah i was like it, i was like i don't think they ever made him canon and i think i said that on a podcast episode so i'm gonna go back let me go back and just check myself he he is canon uh vegeto is canon in the oh no i said gogeta we we're talking about gogeta yeah 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 okay no yeah vegeto is definitely canon he's definitely in dragon ball super episodes um so if you guys don't remember he's actually in uh the arc with zamasu so when Goku Black and Zamasu fuse together and they make that big, the, they make the god with the, with the halo on top of his head, um, <clears throat> it ends up, they end up fusing together, even though uh, Vegeta doesn't want to. So if you guys look at this first card on the video format, if you guys are following along, um, there is... So the uh, the Vegeta leader card that you guys see here, this is a, a 
Series 7 pre-release. Um, I think it's super dope. The leader card. We've talked about leader cards before on the Capsule Core segment. Um, where I think they're super dope and collectible because not only do you see the front and back of the card through the PSA slab, um, I think a lot of people don't collect these cards just because they don't come in certain rarities like the Secret Rare or SPRs. But here we go. This is a this Vegito right here, uh, Energy Eruption, actually is pretty expensive. It's a it's a very <laughs> it's like two hundred and thirty I think dollars or something like that. Um, it's a very expensive uh, leader card. Um, and I think this is probably one of the better Vegito cards out there, uh, besides the one that's in the middle. But the one in the middle is very unobtainable. Um, so let's go ahead and get into the one in the middle. The one in the middle is actually the same card. It's SSB Vegito Energy Eruption. But this is the first place champion stamped um, prize card. So I don't know if you guys are watching the video format, if you guys can see, but it's a totally different artwork. It's a uh, Vegito doing like a Kamehameha or like a final yeah. flash Kamehameha. That's sick. So sick. It is unbelievably sick. Please, I know I said this before with the Vegeta card, and I said this before with the Frieza card. Go look at this this SSB Vegito Energy Eruption. The slides don't do it justice, but this card is absolutely amazing. And the cool thing is, is that they did it in um, in all gold, in all gold. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What card is that? Is it is it Awakened Power that they have it like this, where it's like in a silver version and it's in a gold version, where it's like all silver and it's all gold? Anyways, they have the all, the uh, all gold prize version of the card as well. So if you guys see that in the smaller PSA slab on the right hand side, if you guys are watching the video format, super sick. Um, it was also given away, I think, to the the championship. So like the championship winner, yeah, got the gold. So like you know how they give out the gold. It's silver. I don't know what card that is. What is that card? Um, there's different ones. I know there's different ones, but they've already done like a few of them. It's it's basically like Goku. What card is that? It's it's the other one. It's the one where like all you see is a big ball in the middle and Goku. What card is that? It's Are you talking the most iconic card in the world? Hmm. What is it? what is it? They have a they have a card sleeve of it. If there's a silver one, there's a gold one. I think there's even a diamond one. They made like a diamond card of it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you talking about this one right here? Yeah. What is that? This is um. If it would let me zoom, there it goes. Soul Striker. The Soul Striker. Yeah, the Soul, Soul Striker. Striker. Okay, so that's there we clean. Go. Yeah. So that card. Don't worry, right there guys. It's five hundred thousand like, dollars. Just so that's what I'm saying. Just like the Vegito card that I'm showing in the in the slideshow, um, I was trying to think of like what what card it was. There's like an iconic card they did, and it's it's the Soul Striker. Nice. But uh, anyways, this card right here, Vegito, super sick. Same same uh, vibe, same type of. Uh, oh, this is in the PSA thing. magazine. Wow. Oh God. I'm just scrolling through. You can go ahead and keep going. No, oh, I'm my sorry. gosh. I want, to see, I want to see it pop up. So now now I think there might be a little bit better. Try to full screen that if you can now. Click on it. Jeez. There it is. So now if you guys are watching the video format, you guys can see a better version. Oh, they shouldn't have gave it better. a 10. What's Why this? What's that? Is it a scratch or misprint? Or something? What's going on right there? 
Mm. I don't know, but anyway. PSA, what's going on? Card. Um, let's see the chat. Yeah, the chat loves it. They think it's tight. Um, but it looks like there's more. Holy crap. What are these? Oh, my god. Vegito. Yeah. Whoa. They're baller. Whoa. They're baller. Anyways, that's tight. I, dude, whoa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess this card's a whole lot, a whole lot more than I thought it was, huh? Pretty sweet. It's much more than I thought it was. Anyways, pretty sweet. Um, I put the gold card off to the side because obviously, like, uh, Gengar Vizzi to show, the Soul Striker's five hundred thousand dollars. This gold card's going to be somewhere up there too, um, quite a bit. It's out of reach. I just wanted to bring it up. I thought these cards are super sick. If you guys can get your hands on them, if you guys like them, if you guys ever see it for sale, maybe you guys want to grab it. Um, but the last card up is SSB Vegito uh, Meteoric Energy. Energy, meteoric energy. Yeah. Um, so this card right here is actually a special rare, which is a SPR. The only, it's like a twenty, thirty dollar SPR, I think. And it, honestly, I don't know why. It has texture. It's a SPR. It's from two thousand nineteen. Salt, salt sand. and sand. Yep. It's just overshadowed. It's just overshadowed, overshadowed by its signature rare and all the other signature rares in the set. And. Uh, I think it's a shame because this card is super sick. The signature is just the alt of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not very many uh, uh, Vegito cards out there, and especially good artwork ones that are obtainable. So this one right here, being thirty bucks and being super overlooked and underappreciated, um, it has Goku on the back. On the back, it has Vegeta on the back. It has texture. It has all the gold um, foil on it. I mean, it's, it's got a good color too. Yeah, card. it's got a good color. It's dope, you know. And I think it's super underappreciated just because. Of all the signature cards that came with Assault and Sands. Everyone, nice. Everyone's out for those instead, you know? But it's still, it's Vegito. still special rare. Which is, you know, really, really good. Like back then, special rares, there was only two of them in, in the set. And there was one SCR, two yep. SPRs. Different, different you know, pull rates back then. So, still a super sick card that is uh, seriously undervalued. So, ho- hope, hopefully you guys like these. Um, I know, <laughs> I know the one in the middle is going to be un- unobtainable and it's kind of a a tease, but hey, maybe if you guys find it out there, you guys can pick it up and we can have it in the Poke Tower. Nice. Nice. But that's it for the uh, Caps Core segment. Vegito. Dang. Do you guys like better? Gogeta or Vegito? Uh, I like Ultimate Force SSB Vegito the most just because I think that's the sickest card. Uh, But when they make a Gogeta at the same level rarity, it's over. Yeah. Has to, they got to um, nail the artwork, though. Gogeta, though. Gogeta. Which they could do. All they got to do is steal the Kamehameha from the Brawly movie. What do you guys think? They oh, steal yeah. that, what put it in a picture. A Secret Rare, it's over. Who do you think is a stronger fusion? Gogeta or... Gogeta. I think, I think Gogeta, 100%. Yeah, Gogeta yeah. is. For sure. If you watch the movie, he, he doesn't get, he doesn't he get just, rocked by Brawly at all. He doesn't get hit, no. But Gogeta gets messed up by... Uh, Half-God breed, yeah. Half-God's on too, whatever it is. Yeah. There you guys go. Some Vegito stuff on Capsule Corp. Moving on to Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go. Greasy's Gaming Corner. This is one of our newest segments where we talk about video games. It's something we're learning about as collectors. We don't know everything about it, but we, we're learning, right? So we share this stuff on the podcast as we go. Think of it as a uh, growth opportunity and just uh, some aha type stuff if you're not into collecting video games. Uh, last week... We 
took a look at VGA grading and that website was a disaster. It was a headache to look at, right? So today we're looking at the other top dog, which is WADA, WADA, if you want to call it that. Um, and we're going to see how they look. Now, I haven't even, I haven't dove into this. So I don't, I know as much as you guys do. And when we look at this website, it's going to be pretty much first time for me as well. Like I've literally briefly just scrolled to make sure that it worked. You know what I mean? One of those things. So here we go. Wada, Wada, Wada Burger sucks. Okay, here we go. This is um, this is their uh, banner here. From Atari to today, eight generations, forty-one consoles, thousands of games. Grade them all. This is this is what the Wada cases look like. Devin's kind of in the way, but um, we'll see right here. So we got expert graders, objective, analytical, impartial grading by industry experts. Okay. Dude, this seems more this seems more PSAE right here. PSAE. Yeah. Here's your submission right here. Submission, receiving, grading. Yeah, they give you the full. Mm -hmm. This is very user-friendly interface. Um very PSA like. Oh. Right here. This is the funky case. So, this case I didn't really know what the heck this was because I I like the VGA case, right? I was like, but they got this weird thing right here for the label. Thought that was kind of odd. VGA just has one big square. Uh but this is the bragging rights. They're saying this is a state-of-the-art display. Aesthetic 3D label option provides pertinent information. Tamper-evident locked case mechanisms. Okay. Four different heights and standardized width and depth. UV-protective archival case. Very cool. They got their Twitter feed. That's kind of cool. Oh, wow. So there's the case right there. And again, they have different classifications. They have sealed, they have complete in-box, and they have loose cartridges. You know what's kind of cool? I kind of I kind of like these cases. They kind of remind me of like uh, the old cases they used to be in, like when you would go to uh, the security, yeah, security the, cases, the security like, cases you had to take. Yeah, that maybe yeah. that's what it is. Maybe that's why they did that. Yeah, that could very well be it. Let's say yeah, it actually does remind me of that now. Now that you say it, so there's just a quick feed of their stuff right there. Uh, let's check about. Let's check out. Uh, well, what's this? I like this, dude. This is population nice reports. Okay, that's cool. Very nice. Wow. Yeah, dude, they got good pictures. Like, look at this. This is good. I like this. This is this, this easy. Is here's our here's their I process. Like Let's check it out. We grade everything, even loose cartridges. Uh, complete in box, sealed, cool. and home brews. If you don't see your platform below, can't submit the type of game. Rest assured, we're not far off. Keep checking back. We're adding new options all the time. Okay. Nintendo, GCE, Memorex, SNK, Panasonic. Here's all hey, the systems. That guy, that guy says PSA acquired WADA earlier this year. Yes. Which is why you're getting PSA vibes. Well, I didn't want to say anything because he told me not to say anything, but he told me that a while back. So I. No, he just said it on the chat. I know, he just leaked it, but. Uh, oh. <laughs> I I would have told you guys that, but I I would have told I would have said that a lot sooner. But I didn't want to say anything because he was like, "Hey, I don't keep it on the down low," and I was like, "Okay," but he just leaked it now, so okay. He said, "What the?" <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> there you guys go. So yeah, I knew the scoop on Wada. I knew that PSA acquired them a long time ago. But um, there we go. Everyone snitch on CT, all right? Everyone snitch on them. 
He's leaking, leaking info. So there's a loose cartridge. I'd never seen a loose cartridge case. That actually doesn't look Whoa, too that's bad. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's dope. That actually kind of looks cooler than the box. I would not. I would not mind having one of those with someone's handwritten sticky note. Mega Man. Four. <laughs> blue, and they're like, how do you know? You're like, just blue, trust blue me. Blue moon, but blue is just spelt wrong. It's just B L O. B L U. Moon. <laughs> moon. <laughs> okay, select your game. Submit a video game for grading. Select standard submission if you're an authorized dealer. Okay. Give us the details. Just choose the service level. Okay. Declared value, service game title. This is exactly like PSA. This is exactly like PSA. Uh, let's look at the pricing. Good. Look at the pricing. Pricing demystified. We strive to provide the best possible grading and certification services at the lowest possible cost. We believe we have priced our certification and standard games as low as we can for everyone. Well, that's that's a that's a bold statement because that means you can't. I mean, when you say that this is as low as we can get, someone could beat you one day. So we'll see. Let's let's take a look at what we got. Sixty bucks is turbo. That's one hundred and fifty business days. Sixty dollars for sealed and loose. No complete in box. Then you have modern. Oh, retro games are sixty. Okay, and then modern is forty. So what is modern? What is what's what years? How do you how do you find that? Let's just go over the top of it, maybe. No, 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 no. Nothing. You got the speed run. Which is 45 days, and that's 85 bucks for sealed and loose. And then you have $70 for sealed and loose on modern. So 70 bucks is their lowest price. Okay. Warp zone. 70 bucks is their lowest price for the, or, or no, $40 yeah, is the lowest. My bad. 40, 70, 195. And then obviously, if you have vintage games, you're going 60, 85, and that. That's. 40 is not too bad. I mean, value at PSA is 30. You know, they're right there. But that's for modern, though. I really feel like they could be hurting themselves right there. Hmm. I'm not sure. Collecting receipts. <laughs> okay. Uh, A is for additional badge features. Okay. Choose a variety of services to enhance your game and receive the most value from your submission. So you get a deep badge upgrade. I've heard of that before. What is a deep badge, though? A deep badge is a Canyon Drive technology's deepest, prestigious, visually striking, and non-replaceable badge reserved for o- only for games in stellar condition to signify their truly pristine special quality. So it's for the best of the best. Games that receive a mint grade of 9 or better will be eligible for the deep badge. If you select the badge grade, you're agreeing to pay the cost of the upgrade. You should pay uh, your grant if... Should your game grade 9.0 or higher? Okay. If you don't get the 9, you don't get it. That's kind of cool. Do you want do you want uh do you want numbers with your grades or not, you know? Do you want subgrades or no? Yeah, subgrades or no. Board photos, what are these? Board photos of the PCG chips inside game cartridges are included free in the photo process of loose submission over 250. Okay. Oh, so they can take a picture of it. That's kind of cool. It is cool. So that I guess when you look at the certification, you could see the cartridges and people could be like, I'm not buying that piece of crap. Looks like crap on the inside. I'm guessing that's what you'd use that for. Hmm. Light cleaning. Okay. And heavy cleaning. You got reholders. You got game testing. They can test the game to make sure that it's not a fake. That's kind of cool. 
post-grade photos. Graders report. What is this? Water will provide a detailed printed digital grading report for any game. The graders report includes a line drawing of your game with indicators of notable condition issues. That's pretty dope. I think this is all you need right here. You get get that and get the badge. Solid. Solid. I wonder what the badge looks like. Temporarily unavailable. Oh, wow. Must be backed up. Must be a PSA type thing. Pretty pretty clean and pretty easy. I mean. Well, go up to the water case. This? Is that the badge right there? 8.5 badge? No. It says I don't know better. what the deep badge looks like. I, I've seen them on. Right. Let me see. Badge. Nothing. Okay. Uh. The water scale. Let's see what the scale is. Intuitive grading scale. Fair, detailed, accurate. Ten points on a curve, not just a, not a hundred, just like the industry standard collectors are to use. Okay, we grade them all. All right. Can you get a ten? Below, you'll find useful photographic reference. That's pretty cool to exemplify selected grade condition. Examples are included for all three majors. So you got a sealed ten. You got a cartridge 10 and you have a oh wow and these are this is what this is what a this is what a sealed 10 should look like just for reference obviously you're not seeing all the other sides but like if you don't got this kind of gloss and sharp corners you're done (laughs) that's a clean game just looks immaculate you can tell just by looking at it and how quickly does that slip down because i see a lot of 9.8s and 9.6s I don't know. Our seal quality scale. Like new condition. Okay. Oh, these are the seal quality. So like if you have a sealed box, when you grade this, um, they give you a seal grade. So remember I was saying like you only get a seal grade if you have a sealed stuff. If you do CIB, you don't get this little extra grade here. That's kind of cool. What does this look like? This is an A plus seal. So I guess like ripples and stuff don't really matter then, huh? Yeah, see, I mean, look at that thing. I think it's old as dirt, dude. You see that? It's going to stay all mint. But if that's an A plus plus, I mean, that, I'm just saying it doesn't, like, doesn't look perfect to me. But no, I don't know perfect. what I'm looking for. I'm also stupid, so I have to learn. I have to learn more. That's, this is clean. I like that. This is easy to go through. This is really easy. <sighs> okay. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Um, I'm going to have to do a little more research, though. And uh, I wonder who, who outpaces who, if it's VGA or WADA. You know what I mean? Who who actually yeah. does more? I'm, I'm right off the bat. I'm guessing WADA. I like it. I like the nostalgic look. I like the... Um... Pretty easy to follow. I like the interface. Like, it's easy to follow. I like I like how easy the website is and the eyes. If you're a newbie like I'd us, in my business. Yeah, I mean, if you're a newbie like us, this is easy. You could you could learn really quick because they're giving you what you need to know. You don't have to go find it. Even even last year, even last year when I was uh, when I started my PSA account. Yeah. And I also looked at BGS too. I, I mean, I looked at that site too, and I was like. Too hard to navigate. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Too hard to navigate. I don't like it. Not doing it. You know. So, um, 
I feel the same way about uh, what was that VG VG VGA VGA yeah same deal yeah P- PGA tour um, the VGA the VGA site seemed the same way like like VGA right. it's very outdated um, hard to follow um, submission process was just a headache it's vague like water lock yeah yeah nice there you guys go that's yeah. for, that's it for a greasy gaming segment this week um, we may have to dive back into this, do a little more research. Uh, same thing with VGA. We're going to keep looking to really figure out where we're going to go. Uh, I haven't pulled the trigger on anything yet. I just got to figure it out. You know what I mean? So that's what we're kind of doing right now. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Moving on to, oh, this is it. Oh, this is the championship. March Madness. Here we go. March Madness. Let me pull up the Discord real quick just to make sure nothing crazy happened. I, I think I know the outcome, but you just never want to assume these days. March Madness. Here we go. The championship for Greasy's Grail. Grails. Here it is. The winner. Wargreymon. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, wins 17 to 6. That's good. So we got a Digimon Discord. That's what this is. That's what this tells me. I mean, but I also think the 10 just is that much stronger than a 9. If this was the Charizard 10, I think it'd be a lot closer. I so. don't know. I don't know. I think uh, there's a lot of Charizard 10s out there. There's not very many. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't I think, dispute I the result. Better. I guess I dispute how much of a blowout it was. I mean, War Greymon just cruised. There was no, no one was challenging him. So. I didn't think so. Once I saw, once he was going up there, I was like, yeah, he's not. That's game. Goku didn't. I guess that's my identity. People just know me for that now. Yeah. I'll have to find a better card. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to get a better card. That's all we can do. There you guys go. That's it for March Madness. Um, That concludes Greasy's Grails. Uh, you guys let us know what we need to do for March Madness. I'm thinking we start a video game one. We can start a video game uh, pool, see which uh, consoles maybe match up against each other. Or if you guys want to see some other cards, other sets, let us know in the Discord and we'll get it going. Yeah? Yep, yep. Easy. All right. That's it for Gengar's Grabs. We're going to go up a little quicker. We're working on two hours here. Let's go into the Grabs tab. Here we go. Ooh, Funko March Madness. That sounds pretty Ooh, good. That is. Yeah, I like that. All right, guys. Gengar's Grabs. This is the last segment of the night. This is our segment about you guys. Uh, these are the cards that you guys buy every week. You share them to the Discord in our tabs, and we rank them what we like, our favorite picks of the week. Here we go. Number five this week. CT. He's got a stack of Greymons. So he's got a War Greymon from uh, Detector. He's got a uh, War Greymon from the starter deck, and then he's got Ancient Greymon from the new Digimon card game. Just a full stack of Greymons. It's kind of cool. Uh, the the thing for me here was just to see the variety. Like it's like dang, he's he's getting Greymons, but he's getting Greymons from everywhere. So that was kind of cool to see. Um, and I also that that Detector art is actually pretty sick. All right, moving on. Number four. 
it's the goat, but it's actually ATM. He got, he he did the he did the classic four box rule. He did the four box rule of the history of Vegeta and Goku. Two of each. Boop 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 boop. Done. He's done. He don't have to do anything now. He got he got it. He knocked it out. Moving on to the next big thing. That's how you do very it. Very nice. Very nice. That's 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 high speed right there. All right. Next. Number three this week. Big Tony with the SDY Dark Magician. Ooh, uh, nice pickup. Look nice at the pickup. MLC. That's a clean MLC technique right there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And they got the he's got the JT backdrop. Look at that. With the white, just nice popping. Clean. Um, we don't see a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! But when you post this type of Yu-Gi-Oh!, you're getting in the top five because these were the staple cards we grew up on. Like that is I just sent one of these off to PSA. I love that card. Love it. Next. Agreed. Number two this week. Ice Slayer with a Mewtwo level X. Ooh. Yeah. Clean. That's sick. You know, I notice he has a lot of the snap cases. He has the magnet snap cases. That's what he uses a lot, which is cool. Like I, I appreciate like I appreciate when like you'll see like some collectors, they'll have nothing but magnet snap. Like, and I'm like, dang, that's cool. Like, because you, I only have like one or two magnet cases. So like it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. But like when that's all you have, it's like, oh, that's, that's nice. It looks nice when it's all put together. Um, and Mewtwo, Level X. This is an era you're just not going to see a lot of. That's why it made number two this week. Uh, but we do have a new champ. We have a new champ. Uh, it's been a while. Number one this week, the original podcast listener. John Landry. John Landry. With a PSA 9 Blaziken Hollow from uh, Ruby Sapphire. He graded that himself. Solid card. Solid card. Um, The reason this is number one is, well, one, Ruby Sapphire is crazy hard to get. Two, these are some of the first cards that he's graded. He sent these back a long time ago. Finally got them back. To get a nine on a set like Ruby Sapphire in a hollow, and then also to be his favorite Pokemon, that's like everything you want right there, right? Um, so I think he did a really good job. Obviously, he gets a 10. It's just a knockout. But for him to, to snipe this one out so early, you know, because he sent this a long time ago. He's a different person now than he was back then. When he sent these cards, he was a different collector. Obviously, he's grown since then. But to do it back then, he'd be like, dang, remember what I was doing Two years ago, I was nowhere near the collector I am now, but somehow I picked that out. That's pretty dope. You know what I mean? Um, so that's a that's a big deal for John. That's a sick card. I know he's going to enjoy it. Um, so that that's why it made number one this week. That's a big win. Oh, yeah. Big win, man. Oh, yeah. Nice. Sick card. Super sick. Uh, but yeah, nice spread here. We got some Digimon. We got some Dragon Ball. We got Yu-Gi-Oh. We got Pokemon. We got, we got a little bit of everything this week. Insane. Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. And good stuff, too, like stuff we talked about. Dragon Ball stuff we've talked about, Digimon stuff you don't see a lot of, um, old nostalgic Yu-Gi-Oh, um, good Pokemon stuff, and just some nice... These are the classics right here. Yeah, yeah, these are good, good. These are solid. I mean, solid. You got the main characters of pretty much everything. So, very good. Good week, good week. Good week, different week, too, right? And now, before you go... That is the end of the show. Thank you guys for all hanging out with us tonight. Um, 
episode 94 next week. We got box break news on the way. I will get that on the Discord. Let's talk about March Madness, right? What do you guys want to see? Let's get, we'll start making some charts. Thank you guys for reminding me in the Discord to post the polls because sometimes I forget. I forget all the time, actually. But thank you guys for always reminding me. Um, If you haven't yet, please like this video, share it on your Instagram feeds, and tag me, right? You copy this link, you share link, you tag me on Instagram. You should do it. I'm telling you, you should do it. If and then last, if 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 you like this show and you haven't yet, you got to subscribe to the YouTube. You got to. We got box breaks. We got the podcast. We got gaming stuff going on. You want to come here, check out some stuff. What we're doing. That's where you do it. Subscribe. Uh, also, you can join our Discord. It's free, just like subscribing. It's free. Um, the Discord is going to be insane value for you as a collector. Uh. Lots of free stuff gets given out. Lots of knowledge gets given out. And uh, we got a lot of people that uh, literally just do this because they love it. It's a different crowd. Different inputs. Different inputs. Different crowd. Different it's a different crowd. Yeah. yeah. Very different crowd. Um, so you'll always want to click the links in any of our videos and come check it out. Um, now, what's the last thing? Oh, last thing. If you really like the podcast, you can support the podcast. In every video, you can click the link that says support our podcast. And what it does is it allows you to make donations of as little as 99 cents a month. If you do something like that, you're helping pay for the Discord box breaks. You're helping us pay for when we have to ship out all these free gifts to you guys. Um, And then also we buy stuff, equipment to grow the podcast. We buy stuff to send back to you guys. So lots of good stuff that we do with those funds. It helps us grow the podcast. It helps immensely. Um, That's all I got. Episode 94 next week. You got anything? Nope. That's it. All right. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Peace.